Hey folks, thank you so much for listening. If you like this podcast, please rate and review on Apple Podcasts. It really helps us get as seen by as many eyeballs as possible. You can also directly support Sex Talk as a super fan on Patreon. Just go to patreon.com slash sextalk with Erica Miley. And for just the cost of a cup of coffee, y'all, you should know I love my coffee. (laughs) You help Sex Talk with editing, hosting, and getting the word out to others just like you. Help to spread curiosity about sex and keep the knowledge bombs dropping to everybody that has or wants to have sex. And a big thank you to those of you who've already become super fans. You're rock stars and I so appreciate you. That's patreon.com slash sex talk with Erica Miley. All right, let's get into the episode. Sex talk with Erica Miley cause sexuality is tough and okay, sex just isn't good enough, no. Sex Talk with Erica Miley. Hey folks, welcome to Sex Talk with Erica Miley. Y'all, welcome back. Happy <laughs> 2021. Happy New Year, question mark. <laughs> this one means something a little different, doesn't it? Uh, I went back and I listened to the my last uh, New Year's episode we were hopeful, we were excited, and how now none of that, none of those things happened. So I brought back the ever wonderful, the incredible and fucking sexy uh, advisor to millions, Susan Bratton. God, I'm so glad you're here. Hi, Del. Me too. It's so nice to connect with you. Thanks for taking your time off to do this sex trends episode with me. I'm so glad you wanted to. I uh, I came out of my post-coronavirus stupor and was finally able to think again and thought, yeah. I love to do a sex trends episode. Who would I want to do it with? And I was like, bam, Erica Miley, that's my girl. <laughs> that's my girl. So here we are. I've got four trends for singles, Four trends for couples and four two trends for everybody. Yes, um, we need this. We need this hope train for twenty twenty one. We're gonna go we'll go hard on hope this time. <laughs> we need it. So I really want to hear what you came up with because I, I think uh, we've got such a an interesting. People are either by themselves or they've they've kind of like isolated them maybe selves with someone or maybe created a little pod. I know we created a quarantine bubble with some friends so that we wouldn't kill our children. Um, so like, what, what are you thinking here? Do you want to start with couples or you want to start with singles? Well, what I want to do is I want to read what all 10 are first. Oh, yes. Because I think it's good to just like lay it down. <laughs> so like... <laughs> So, uh, top 10 2021 sex trends. I'm going to start with the four for singles. The first one I call a quar par, which is a quarantine partner, or polypod. Mm. The second is video dating games. And I invented 10 incredible games that you can do over video. The next one is the red-blue filter, which is basically the idea that the safe sex conversation has actually gotten a lot easier to have, Mm -hmm. uh, but for a very interesting reason. And then the fourth one, which probably was on my list last year too. I didn't even go back and look at what I wrote because I just wanted to think fresh. Like, what what is it? Start again. (laughs) Gender fluidity. And, Mm. And actually, interestingly enough for me, I think it was on my list last year, and it was 
more oriented toward the fact that women are having more uh, same-sex relationships. But now I'm also, all year, I was talking to a lot of men and older men who were also interested in having same-sex relationships for the first time in their life. So that was interesting. Mm -hmm. And then on the couple side of things, one-bedroom units, everybody's breaking up. It's a massive trend. Mm -hmm. Harnesses, dildos, strap-ons, pegging, girl-on-girl boning, you know, like Mm -hmm. all that is a a category that I think is about to explode over the next year or two. Mm. Sex when the kids are home. Yes. Love making sex toys. This is something, I do a lot of primary research, and this is something that uh, there's a definite trend. And then for the, in the everybody category, Mm -hmm. um, nitric oxide. People are becoming aware of this mana from heaven. And then cardiovascular health, we're going to talk about it. Yes. We are. And then last but not least, DIY genital rejuvenation. Do it Mm. yourself. Bring your genitals back from atrophy and sexual biohacking. And there's some really cool shit going on out there that that people are like, tell me more about that. I didn't even know. So those are my 10 trends. Do you want to start back at the top? Let's go. Number 10. Let's, Let's go to number 10. 10 to 1. 10 to 1. Create some excitement. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So on the DIY genital rejuvenation, last year I I went to, I was speaking at a sexual biohacking event at my friend Dave Asprey's place in Santa Monica, his bulletproof lab, and talking Mm -hmm. to a group of women. And I was a panelist and one of the other speakers was a woman from a company called Joy Lux that mm. makes a do-it-yourself at-home vaginal rejuvenation device. It's basically mm. this elongated, you know, it kind of looks it kind of looks like a sex toy, but it's not to get you off, it's to fix your pussy. It's basically mm. um, the things women struggle with are incontinence, loss of lubrication and thinning vaginal yeah. tissue. Mm-hmm. And this device has a uses red light therapy, low level laser light therapy. So you basically put red light up your pussy. You put mm-hmm. it right up your vagina, and it stimulates the mitochondria. It and then it also has a warmth to it, which mm-hmm. stimulates collagen regrowth, and mm-hmm. it has vibration. So it's like Kegels done for you. It's for toning. Mm-hmm. So it helps with incontinence, lubrication, and interestingly enough. A number of women wrote to me when they purchased one and they said, you know, I, one woman, her story really typified this, this reply that I was not expecting at all, which was, I never really liked the way I smelled down there. There was nothing wrong. I had no, you know, bacterial vaginosis. I had no yeast infections. It was nothing ever came back, but I never really liked my smell. And then I started using the V-Fit and now I can't smell myself on my husband's face after he goes down on me. Like it changed the microbiome. And that was a very interesting thing. I used to have to send women out for laser and RF, like damaging of the vaginal mucosa treatments Mm. to help them thicken that tissue up. Mm. And now you can do it yourself at home while you're scrolling Instagram and it doesn't hurt at all. It actually feels great Mm -hmm. and you are in control and it costs like a third or a quarter of the price of all those 
painful treatments that make your vagina weep for days Mm -hmm. from the damage. And so I'm so happy about that at-home DIY. And then the other thing that's interesting is that I just crested 25,000 copies downloaded of my ebook. It's a free ebook. Mm-hmm. called Pumping Guide, where I've now gotten over the last couple of years, thousands and thousands of men using the Whopper, the penis pump, the vacuum erection device. Oh, yes, yes, to yes. Reverse penile atrophy because mm-hmm. his dick is shrinking, your vagina is getting more lax. Pretty mm-hmm. soon you've lost your grip and the orgasms are not as good. And so what this does is- so many people do not realize like that lack of use, the lack of use, whether it's through masturbation or through any kind of sexual activity is what causes them the muscle atrophy. It's much like if you do not exercise, if you do not- walk regularly. If you do not do any kind of physical activity, your muscles do atrophy over time. Your genitals are no different. Yeah. Use it or lose it. Mm -hmm. And I also saw a real surge in men being willing to go get Gainswave treatments. I've been talking Mm -hmm. about Gainswave now since since I discovered it. You know how much I really Mm -hmm. love it. And I really love to tell men, look, this is going to reverse that beginning of erectile dysfunction. This is mm-hmm. going to give you that bomber boner. And guys, I, I, they trust me. So they go do it. And then they write to me and they're like, I'm so glad I did it. And then I send those emails out to my followers of the guy. And then the guy, and then, Art, you convinced me. I'm going to do it. Thank you. You convinced me. And then, so I love the DIY vaginal, the DIY and the sexual biohacking of Gaines Waves, V things like that. I think that's been yeah. a big breakthrough in having things at home. Self-care down there. That's my hashtag is self-care down there. <laughs> oh, I did. And I think that's, it, we, we don't, we do not, we separate our sexuality from ourselves, right? Like that's what we've culturally been taught to do. Yeah. And so that includes the genitalia. Yeah. We, we think that's a separate thing. It's something I don't need to think about. It's something that I put, you know, it's in the, it's in the underwear. I don't need to think about it anymore. When yeah. in reality, like it's part of our whole system. We have yes. a sexual system too that is included with the rest of it. We yeah. must take care of it. I also am feeling a big breakthrough in men being willing to have P-spot orgasms, massaging their prostates. Um, A lot of my guys are now buying prostate massagers. And one of the prostate massagers I recommend is a remote control one. It has a little wire. So basically, one of the hot things that I think is really interesting is you slip this into your guy or have him slip it in to his rectum. And then you control the vibrator and you ride him like cow girl style where he's lying there and you can take him to incredible edges of pleasure with mm-hmm. riding him and playing up and down that vibration on his prostate. Mm-hmm. And that is so interesting. I also partnered with Dr. Judson Brandeis and we're about to launch his supplement called Spunk, which is for mm-hmm. men's prostate support. So I've really gotten into the P-spot mm-hmm. in this last year and men are being willing to discover their ass. <laughs> yes. Your anus has no orientation. It has no orientation. It has nerve endings that like yes. to that like to be stimulated. And 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 that's it 
I think uh, the this is one of the great disservices of of toxic masculinity, right? Yeah. Like that that men cannot enjoy pleasure with their rectum or their anus because in quotation marks that's gay. It, it's some bullshit. <laughs> Your butt does not care. <laughs> it has nerve yeah. endings. That's and, all. And more and more men, just like more and more men, are actually open to. Well, what would it be like if a guy sucked my dick? Could I suck a guy's dick? Now they're like, maybe I should check out my prostate. So I really love that I'm seeing men becoming much more open to, mm. you know, straight old, straight up men, straight up old guys being much more open to more sexual explore, exploration of themselves. Good. Which That's I love. Good. So yeah. the other one in that category, going back to number nine, so this is nine, mm-hmm. that was 10. Number nine. Nine is um, nitric oxide. So with COVID, people have become aware of, you know, ACE2 receptors and the vascular Mm -hmm. system and the fact that COVID basically gets into your bloodstream and runs all over your body and ravages the endothelial system. We've got epidemiologists out here on TikTok telling us what's happening. (laughs) People are suddenly aware of their vascular system and they're becoming aware of nitric oxide as an immunity booster Mm -hmm. and as a blood flow supplement. And Mm -hmm. a year ago, November 2019, I launched our new company, The 20, and I launched a nitric oxide supplement, an organic one, because everything out there is basically made from Chinese pesticide-laden corn which, you know, when you really get into how supplements are made, it's some nasty stuff. Mm -hmm. And so I wanted to have something that was made from real fruits and vegetables because so many guys were reliant on Viagra and like that was their insurance policy. And I was, I I said to them, you you probably don't need Viagra. What you need is gains wave treatments, penis pumping, and nitric oxide. And then for women, I've spent the year explaining to women that that we have as much erectile tissue up inside our yoni as men do in their penis and only 50% of their erectile tissue sticks out. 50% is inside their body. I use this mm-hmm. banana diagram. Like I explained, this yes. is all erectile tissue. You have yes. as much as like men. like a hammock. It is. And you have, we have as much as men and yet we're not giving ourselves enough time to become fully engorged and mm-hmm. to get clitoral erection. And by clitoral, I mean like the legs, the arms, the, st- the shaft, the perineal sponge, the ure- urethral sponge. Some people call it G spot. It's not a spot. So I've been mm-hmm. really educating people about all of the erectile tissue and the fact that women's vaginas aren't self-lubricating, it actually comes from the blood plasma seeping through the walls of the vagina to wet Mm -hmm. us. And if we are low in lubrication, it's often because by the time you're 40, by the time you're 50, you have half the nitric oxide production you did when you were in your 20s. And so you literally aren't getting the blood to the genitals that you could if you topped up your nitric oxide systems. So many women think, oh, it's my hormones, but it's not. The thinning of the tissue definitely is loss of estrogen thins the tissue, but the V-fit can fix that. But it Mm -hmm. doesn't fix lubrication. What fixes lubrication and therefore increases surface area. Once you get engorged, you get more surface area. More surface area means more overall sensation sent to the brain in feelings of pleasure, which increases orgasmic intensity. 
all from just topping up your nitric oxide system. So I love that one of the silver linings of COVID is that people are beginning to be able to understand that nitric oxide production isn't just the thing your dentist gives you. That's nitrous oxide. This is nitric <laughs> oxide. And that it's a, it's a thing that gets you off Viagra, increases lubrication, increases erectile function, gives you blood flow back to your genitals and how important that is. So that's a trend. We need all of the blood. We need it. We need all of that wonderful, not only just that, like I think the confidence that can come from being able to feel fully functional, in quotation marks, like the, the, that I actually have an erection. I actually, and that, that goes for all genitalia because like you said, we all have erectile tissue. So what does it mean when your body feels fully engorged, fully aroused, your mind and all of the areas of your erogenous zones? What, what does that actually feel like? I think you're making a point that is so, so, so necessary. Yes. The clit boner in support of and honoring the clit boner. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. <laughs> equally important to the dick boner. Yes. Uh, let's, okay. let's go to number eight. Number eight is love making sex toys. So I do a lot of primary research and, you know, I've got a, I'm lucky I have a very big audience. So if I do a survey, I can get thousands of people taking it, which is great. So I get some really interesting data. And couples tell me, both men and women, I, I, I split them. And I say, uh, and I have gender non-binary, but that's always a very tiny category. It's mostly, Mm -hmm. my world is very heteronormative. It's Mm -hmm. heterosexual monogamous couples. Because what Mm -hmm. I do is transform having sex into making love. And that's just, you know, kind of the typical customer of me. But Mm -hmm. what, what they all told me was the thing they're the worst at is Mm. integrating sex toys into having sex, into making love, into intercourse, Mm -hmm. into whatever. And I've spent the last year teaching couples different ways to incorporate pleasuring toys into their lovemaking. Whether that's using hot octopus makes some very good couples toys. Mm-hmm. Yes, um, they, they make, you know, like double double vibrating cock rings that are super high quality. They make something for gentlemen who have intractable erectile dysfunction that's like a little Sibian that mm-hmm. she can get on top of him and get a vibrator on her while he's getting a vibrator, like a little plate that tickles his frenulum while he's having sex. So there's some interesting toys, but heck, just put a vibrator on your clitoris while he's penetrating you and have some of those orgasms. Use a pulsator or thruster after he's finished and you've got three more good orgasms in you to come out. Like the often sex ends when he's ejaculated. And what I found is there's always a couple of really good final orgasms that she's ready to have because now she's fully engorged. Mm -hmm. So if sex ends when he's ejaculated, then you're leaving a lot of great cums on the table. Mm -hmm. So sex toys for lovemaking. Everybody should have as many as possible. <laughs> I think I, I think you're also alluding to something that I, I've I've heard from many of the couples I've worked with. They they'll get a toy, you know, they'll get brave and they'll actually go buy a toy, right? Yeah. Like that, just that process alone can be 
scary for a lot of people, especially who've never done it before. Mm-hmm. And then taking out of the box and then attempting to use it are like uh, steps like th- four, five, six, seven, right? Like that, that they often don't know how to begin or allow themselves to experiment with it, that being afraid they might break it or bring, being afraid they might hurt themselves or being just being afraid because they've never done it before. So I think you're talking about something that's really, really important to just encourage people to think about, guess what? You don't have to use it one way. There are lots of ways you could use these toys and the experiment, play, be curious. Is, Is that what I'm hearing from you? Yes. And have a lot of different toys. Try a lot of different things. And don't be afraid to have more orgasms even when your partner's finished. I mean, that's, I think, and and also self-pleasuring. Making time for you to pleasure yourself because your husband is watching porn and masturbating somewhere in the house. Somehow he's managing to pull it off. So, you know, you should be enjoying those solo pleasuring times too because they keep your vulva in good working order. Yes. And the better we get to know our Volvos, the the better that we can describe that to anyone else. Yeah. And, 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 And it's just absolutely necessary. Yes. Hey, quick break from the action. Sorry for interrupting y'all, but it's important to acknowledge that life has become seriously difficult for many of you these days. With the world feeling chaotic, I mean, I don't know about you, but a pandemic sure did it for me. Uh, So many big feelings about all of it and the state of our world. It's impacted our daily lives. It's hindered us from planning and interrupted our mental and sexual health. I just want to take a minute to remind you that I'm not just a sex nerd. I'm a mental health therapist and I have a team of other like-minded badass therapists that are able to help you out. All my therapists are experienced and have been trained around sexuality, along with direct consultation with me if they need it. My mental health practice is completely online, so you can stay your butt at home and you don't have to park anywhere. It's really great that way. (laughs) With the lighter restrictions because of the pandemic, we're able to serve more people all over the United States and expats living all over the world and immigrants from all over the world. Just head to mentalandsexualhealth.com and sign up for a free consultation. I'm adding more highly trained therapists regularly, all comfortable with talking about sex. Again, that's mentalandsexualhealth.com. Okay, let's get you back to the show. Number seven. Number seven. Let's do it. Sex when the kids are home. Oh, this is like... You gotta do it. This is my life right now, Susan. I know. So a lot of people, most people grew up in households where their parents showed very little affection. They were never aware that they had sex. Maybe once they might have possibly thought about it. Parents were very furtive, et cetera. In today's age, we're much more emancipated and sex positive. And when our daughter was younger, she's now 23 years old, rock climbing in Turkey while remotely doing her master's degree in marine ecology from a climbing Yes, girl. Yes, girl. (laughs) I love her. when she was little, my husband my husband and I would all almost always start our lovemaking with a pussy massage. And he would put on these these kind of cotton rayon fisherman, Thai fisherman pants, uh, so that I wouldn't get scratchy from his leg hair while he was, you know, pleasuring my yoni. And one day he was walking down the hall. We would we would say to Taylor, 
Dad's going to give mom a massage now. We're going to lock the door. Give us a few hours. If you need anything, knock. But, you know, we're going to be having some private time. And we would just tell her that. And when she was about 12, she, he was walking down the hall in his, his oming pants, as what we call them, uh, orgasmic meditation. And, uh-huh. oh, I got to talk to you about that, by the way, orgasmic mm-hmm. meditation. So interesting. And our daughter said to him, Oh, you're going to give mom a massage, huh, dad? You know, like that. And he just laughed and they just laughed and he kept on going and she kept on going. But our daughter has had a fantastic sex positive upbringing because she knows her parents have a great sex life. She Mm -hmm. is not weirded out by it. Sex is only weird if you make it weird. And so you're at the point where you have to realize that you're stuck at home with your kids. And most of the time, they are old enough now that you can lock the door and tell them you need some private time. And that is healthy and good. And I encourage it. Yes. If everybody is in the house, there's no, hopefully, no emergencies that need to take place. And the more stress reduction that we can do as parents or caregivers, the better. You will be a better parent. You will be a better caregiver if you give yourself these opportunities. We're, we actually, we're very similar to what you and your husband described. Like our ours are eight and 15. Uh, our 15-year-old will do a lot more eye rolls because that's the, eye, that's the, that's the age she's at, right? But like... She doesn't, she's very proud to say like, oh, you know, mom, when somebody talks about sex, all my friends go, ew, weird. Ah. And I'm just like, eh, whatever. I'm like, this, that's the way it should be. That it's is a well-adjusted it, child. It is. It, this is not supposed to be scary to our kids. We don't need to be having sex in front of our children. That's not what we're arguing for. But we are telling you that it's okay to be sexual beings and let them know that that you make that a priority in your life. It's not only okay, it's how you wa- it is how you raise a sexually well-adjusted child. It is your responsibility as parents to model a loving, sexually positive, intimate relationship behind closed doors. Yeah. I think I, I think Americans in general, this one I'm going to make a generalization here, are terrified of that. They're terrified of that, but that's also because a lot, a lot of our culture has made uh, sexuality and made it akin to like uh, made sexual predation two things that are similar. When in reality, they are two separate things. Mm -hmm. People who have committed sexual crimes are separate from you raising children that are sexually positive and being able to embrace their own sexual sexual life as they grow up and get older. You know that a lot of the people that come to see you as a therapist have been damaged for life by the lack of love and intimacy modeled in their childhood home. Yes. Yes. All day, every day. That's what I talk about. (laughs) Good parenting is modeling good intimacy. Beautiful. Beautiful. Number six. Six? Oh, (laughs) gosh. I I already forgot. (laughs) This is like lions, tigers, and bears, oh my. This is harnesses, dildos, and strap-ons, oh my. (laughs) (laughs) Strap-ons. So one of the, there's a lot of different trends happening in that particular category. The first is that there are companies making beautiful harnesses like Aslan out of Canada. They make Mm -hmm. these leather 
harnesses that hold a dildo so that a woman can have the experience of having a penis and penetration and penetrating mm-hmm. a partner. And they have like a uh, corsety lace up the back and they're very feminine. So harnesses have gone from being something that looks like you could be going rock climbing except there'd be a hole in the middle in the front of it, um, to kind of like bondagey, kinky, sexy gear. There's that, which I like. And then there are, there are these dildos were always, you know, lifelike and seven, mm-hmm. eight, nine inches long type oh, yeah. of thing, right? With and the a, balls. And and- neon colored and... and- Usually very shiny. (laughs) There's a trend now, uh, Fun Factory, which is a brand that I like to work with. Hot Octopus Mm -hmm. and Fun Factory are two brands I really, really like the quality of their products. Fun Factory Mm -hmm. is a German company. They're like the Porsche of of sex toys. And they make their own silicone. They have Mm. their own formula for silicone that is so soft and beautiful. And they have a five-inch little dildo called the Amour. They, and the one that I think is cute is rainbow striped, but they come in all different colors. But smaller, smaller dildos in fancier harnesses used by women on other women, mm-hmm. as well as on their male-bodied partners, going back to P-spot orgasms, the prostate orgasms, and pegging, which men are finally opening to anal pleasure but they don't Mm -hmm. necessarily want a seven inch big giant dong up their butt. And Mm -hmm. so the trend is toward these smaller units. So those, that, that's definitely, it's a leading edge trend, but it's Mm -hmm. very common now in the 30 something world. Mm -hmm. They're really wearing strap-ons and having relationships with all everything's gone and this is really my number i don't know what number it is but i think it's one it's number four is gender fluidity oh yes gender non-binary transgender older women dating women instead of men for the first time in their life men being willing to have male partners Mm -hmm. all of this is opening up much more now it's a yes. really big trend. People are challenging what they what they have felt identity has meant, yeah. yes. and what they've. I mean, just questioning what they've been taught. I mean, <laughs> I think I think a big part of this twenty twenty has opened the door for in many ways that so many things we were taught were was a giant pile of shit. So <laughs> we're all having to really come to terms with okay. If that is not true, then how do I understand my own identity? How do I how do I embrace my own sexuality? How do I allow myself to figure this out? And I think you're right. I think there's there's a huge piece of that is that people are allowing themselves sexually to explore. When you could die in a viral pandemic, <laughs> your priorities change. And you yes. begin to take your pleasures in ways that you've wanted to but not allowed yourself to. Mm-hmm. 
Yes. I, I mean, I think that that's something just to keep in, in mind of the frame of 2021. All of us are yeah. going to be looking at life very differently. Yeah. And I can say for me, uh, I we are making decisions about our lives in huge ways because we're like, oh, we don't know how much time we got. Yeah. We don't know. We really don't know. We don't know how much time we got. So what values need to be on the table now? Yes. And that's interesting because I'm going to I'm going to say we've done gender fluidity. We covered that after harnesses. Yes. So now I'm going on ahead. to that's okay. I'm going on to number 4, which is one bedroom units. Okay. So apparently there it is very very difficult right now to rent a one bedroom apartment because everybody's breaking up. Everybody's getting divorced. It is. The divorce attorneys are so busy right now. Us couple therapists are, are busy. You are. And the, the trend is that now that you've had to be at home mm-hmm. with this person and you aren't traveling all the time for work and getting mm-hmm. away and going to the office, you're confronted with the fact that you're with the wrong person. And then you had this opportunity, you, you could possibly still die Mm-hmm. And you have an existential crisis where you're like, I better just make some big changes. So the yeah. one bedroom, you know, unit is really just, and for many people, they were living in community and they're like, I can't do it anymore. Yes. And that really takes me to this next one, which is number three, which is the red blue filter. Mm, yeah. When we used to think about having sex with someone, we used to think, okay, do they have a job? Do they, you know, are they nice people? Do they, are they a values match? Do, do I find them attractive? Now, the number one and number two questions that you have to ask are, did you vote for Biden or Trump? Mm. Because I'm not going to have sex with you if you voted for whichever one I didn't vote for, right? right. This, <laughs> and, is like a, this has become a Facebook poll. Yes. And it really leads to the next question, which is, where are you on wearing a mask? Mm -hmm. Because that's become politicized. And so you can't, if you are a Biden voter who is a mask wearer, you really cannot trust having sex with a Trump anti-masker, Trump voting anti-masker, because you are worried that they are needlessly allowing themselves to be inoculated with coronavirus and therefore pass it on to you. So -hmm. what used to be the safe sex talk, do you have herpes? Do you have HPV? When was the last time you got tested? How many partners Mm -hmm. have you had in the last 90 days? You know, whatever, all those things. That used to be what you would talk about first. And now you have to talk about your political party and your mask views to see if the person is going to keep you safe or put you at risk for coronavirus. <laughs> so in a way, it's kind of simplified the safe sex talk because corona is a communicable disease. Yes. Just like herpes, just like HPV, they just like chlamydia, gonorrhea. In, in our body, in our body fluids. That's that's how this is, this is passed onto one another. So red-blue filter is trend number three. Trend number two is... Video dating games. I I wrote a I wrote a wonderful article with a friend of mine, Johnny T. Mm-hmm. And we we got onto my portal. I use a Facebook portal, which is 
a really, really nice new technology from Facebook. They're basically underwriting the cost. What you pay for that, for what Mm. you get for that video camera situation is Mm. incredible. They're buying their way in just like Amazon bought their way in with Alexa by basically giving them away free and Kindles and paper whites and all that stuff. That's Mm -hmm. what Facebook's doing. And the portal the camera follows you around the room, it pans, it zooms. It's got this incredible interactivity to it, this liveliness to the video that's Mm -hmm. so different than the flat panel zoom fatigue type situation. Then you've got the, all of the dating apps are starting to create video chat not just Mm -hmm. chat, but video chat. So you can begin to have these conversations. And so Johnny T and I got together over my portal and we came up with 10, it was eight, eight sexy video games you could play together Mm -hmm. with someone you were dating. So you could, you could do video games and they're like break the ice things. There's everything from like a mirroring type of thing to a king and queen's choice to lion's play. There's a, a little game you can play about the ways you like to be touched where you show some of the ways you like to be touched. Mm-hmm. There, We came up with the most fun game ideas. And then we talked, we explained to you how to create this like excitement build and peak and then take you down afterward and leave you feeling loved at the end of the Mm. game. So just kind of sculpting the experience. So you had this like peak moment together that was almost orgasmic. And, I think uh, people get lost in their in their ability to to be creative when well, I mean let's be real the stress of covid on its own has zapped so many of our creativities yeah. right yeah. like but that being said you're talking about step by step helping people be creative in these environments that maybe are a little are, are a little disconnected from them that they've never ever had to do before so you're essentially giving them a guide yeah i created games one of them is take your date on a tour of your house and show them the sexiest places in your house or places you've imagined making love or, you know, something along those lines. So I have all these fun, sexy video chat games and I I have always encouraged my singletons to get on to, to dating apps and to write good profiles and take good pictures and call in who you're looking for. Write the profile, not about who you are, but about what you want them to be. And then Mm -hmm. that person will be like, oh, I think I'm your person. I think I might be what you're looking for. It just works better to do that. And then this video dating, it's so much easier. I mean, now that we're doing all our business over our Zooms, we're like, go for a date, meet for coffee outside. I don't know. Let's have a video chat first because I'm not really (laughs) sure that I'm going to get out of my yoga pants and into a pair of jeans. That's a big (laughs) freaking commitment. Let's do a little mascara. Um, not lipstick or chapstick because let's be real we're we're in masks who cares at this point i make up all you get yeah so that's number two and number one is this is so interesting so i call it quar par and polypods mm-hmm. and quar par is your quarantine partner and mm-hmm. polypods are quarantine partners of more than just a couple so maybe two couples that are not just i mean What's better than having a best friend? Having a best friend you fuck, right? Mm. It's so much more fun to fuck your friends if 
you can work that out. If you're yeah. in a good, if you're a couple that's in a solid relationship and you have another couple or two other singles or one single, you can be a triad. It doesn't really matter. A couple can have one person join them. Uh, you know, anything. You can join a couple mm-hmm. where you're not just, not just social bubble, but your love bubble. And mm-hmm. it was interesting that I, I posted just the other day on Facebook, just to my friends group about, I'm in a poly quad with my husband and I, our two best friends mm-hmm. are, we're all in our social bubble together. Mm-hmm. And so many of my friends commented on that profile. I wish I had a quarantine partner. I wish I was in a pod. I'm lonely. And mm-hmm. I was thinking to myself, everybody wants to be in a pod. Yes. People want to be in a pod. So I want a commune like yesterday. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. So the you are wanted. I think my message is that you want to be loved and you want to love. And there is space to create that. And there are ways to make that happen. And if you are not the... 2% of introverts that are actually happy to stay home all the time, (laughs) then... Even them, they're they're telling me, they were like, it was my choice to be isolated. (laughs) I don't have the choice right now, and that's irritating. (laughs) People want you to be with them, and you want to be with people. So take the risk to facilitate that. Take the risk to say, what do you think about being lovers for the next three months? Let's experiment. Let's learn some things. Let's learn how to do a female ejaculation. Let me learn how to do, you know, full body energy orgasms without ejaculation. Let's try a strap on. You know, like let's do some things and play together. Let's cook meals and make love and keep each other safe and hug and hold and be together. It's what we all want and you are wanted. So make yourself available for that put that out there. You'd be surprised. There are people who want you. There are people who want you. We need that on a shirt today. Beautifully put, Susan. Number one, I think we have one left. That was it because- That was it. That was was number one. I went a little out of order on, um, I went with bedroom units right to gender fluidity. So we did it. We did DIY genital rejuvenation, taking nitric oxide supplements, using sex toys and lovemaking, having mm. modeling good, having sex when your kids are home and letting them know you are. Harnesses, dildons, dildos, strap-ons, oh my, the one-bedroom unit, it's time for an, you're having an existential crisis, it's okay, <laughs> do it. Um, gender fluidity, the red-blue filter, mm-hmm. video dating games, and your quarantine partner or polypod. Look at that. Beautiful. We did it. it. There's the hope for 2021. I I know, I don't know about you, but the minute I can, I'm getting the vaccine. The minute I can, the minute it's available to us. There's so many of us out here that need to be protected and so many people out there that need to be protected. And and we are going to be sending our love to all of you out Mm -hmm. there. So Susan, you wonderful human being, how do people find you in the world? Uh, Just go to my website, personallifemedia.com. And there's a search box there. And you can search on anything I've talked about, anything you can imagine. I've been around writing articles for years. And the video dating games are there too, if that's something that appeals. 
Thank you. Thank you. And everything will be in the show notes, folks, so that you will be able to find Susan and find everything that we talked about today. Folks, we hope you have a wonderful 2021. Keep your eyes up. Keep your hope up. This will ha- this will come to an end. And Susan, I'm so glad to have gotten to do this with you. Me too. I love you so much. Love, respect, and adore you. You too. All right, <laughs> folks. Thanks for sticking with us to the end. We'll see you next time. <laughs>